0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of this A for Life. I'm Alison Smirnoff and I'm joined once again by Julia Kiera. How are you going, Julia?
1: I'm well, Alison. This feels weird. We're in my dining room.
0: <laughs> it feels very weird. The acoustics are different.
1: Yes, they are. Uh, avid listeners will pick up on that. <laughs> um, but also, I'm dead inside, just putting it out there. Oh, it's, yeah, it's you know, all over. It's all over and... um yeah, what do we do now? I don't I don't know. <laughs> We're kind of just staring blankly <laughs> at each other across the table right now. <laughs> yeah. But um look, it's been a wild ride from our spectator seats. Um so, yeah, it's been amazing, but, yeah, we're we're on the come down now. Yes, yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> you especially, are you, are you a bit little, a wee bit hungover?
0: Uh, well, look, I'm just, I'm a little bleary-eyed from <laughs> the awards last night, but... um, Would we'll,
1: you like me to go get you some hash brown? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later on. Um, but let's recap the inaugural AFL Women's Grand Final. Yeah. What a game.
1: What a game. It was pretty good at the Gabba. Oh, no, wait, what? Um, <sighs> the Curtain Razor. Oh. Um, let's put a f- fork or dagger in um, that phrase. Um, yeah, no, it was an amazing game. I I think I said maybe last week that I was tipping Brisbane but wanted Adelaide to win. And as soon as the game started, yes, I did want Adelaide to <laughs> win. <laughs> These things are funny, you
0: know. You can't really predict it, mm. how that
1: happens. Um, yeah. What did you think of the game?
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, for th- if you have been living under a rock <laughs> and you didn't realise that Brisbane and Adelaide were playing each other in the grand final, mm. the Adelaide Crows won by six points. But yeah, look, it, it was a yeah, it was an amazing game. It, I mean, the the round five game they played was a was a perfect kind of um entree to the main. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Sorry, I've been in an awards night
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, you're still living off that free food, alright
0: <laughs> Yeah, look, it was um,
1: Just rewatching it today Like it was Adelaide Adelaide led from start to finish But they never kind of clinched it Even in that second quarter They had heaps of possession Chelsea Randall was everywhere Cutting everything off That was coming through the middle of ground Or half back Aaron Phillips was getting the ball but they just weren't converting anything and then um you know about 10 minutes into that second quarter frederick Traub gets loose and kicks the ball into the forward line and then there's a a free paid downfield and wishner whooshner gets uh, you know kicks a banana from the pocket and and brisbane you know suddenly uh right back in it. right back in it and yeah so there, there were times like that in the game where things were were happening like that and adelaide yeah they looked really dominant and whatever but they weren't they weren't punished them punishing them on the scoreboard, as four eleven 11 suggests. Um, but they, yeah, you know, you've mentioned in previous rounds that Brisbane always seemed to grind down the opposition and you did feel like that was mm. always going to happen. They're like a python. They yeah. kind of just, just wear them down, yeah, choke suffocate. Off, yeah, <laughs> choke off the oxygen. But there were some, like, incredible performances. Yes. That game I've already mentioned. Chelsea Randall, but she just – her highlight reel. I'd like to see her highlight reel for the game. Yeah. Because she just did some amazing things. Um, You know, she just has this real – she's so fast over like two or three steps. Mm. Um, So, there are a few times where she's on her opponent, but the ball's getting kicked to another contest. And she just leaps across and punches the ball just <laughs> in like a split second. Yeah. It's kind of incredible. And then, you know, she – her and Taylor Harris crack in and crash heads, and there's just yeah. Her highlight reel, I feel, is pretty
0: outstanding for the game. Yeah, and um, I mean, look, Erin Phillips, like a really deserving um, best on ground performance, but yeah, especially in the first half, it seemed like there was she wasn't playing on anyone. No. <laughs> she was just everywhere.
1: No, and yeah, and she yeah she was everywhere, and she's just very smart and very strong and can do kind of can play tall but play small like all mm. those goals she got were kind of roved snapped goals yeah um but then she takes those big marks like that mark she took on kind of the broadcast wing was that was an amazing mark and i almost you know if it was in the regular season i'd like it would so be dusty, but i'd like that to be mark of it'd the be year. in the running wouldn't yeah, it yeah it would be in the running it's just a beautiful kind of contested mark but she got 28 possessions she's yeah. out and out in front of everyone else in um, Courtney Cramey, former guest, yes, um, you know, cleared a concussion test that morning and they'd been playing her in defence all year and then they just threw her in the midfield. Yep.
0: Where she's played her whole career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, she
1: got 23 disposals. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a great game from her. And Ed Marinoff was everywhere again. Mm. Yeah, she got 20 disposals, six tackles, the tackling machine. So yeah, they had some great performances. Perka was kept quite quiet, but that didn't seem to matter too much. She was still getting to the ball, but wasn't mm. you know, able to um, be as dominant as she had been the week before. But she still provides that focus and structure that just works for them yeah. anyway. And
0: and you have to you know you have to pay her respect, mm. otherwise she oh, will, yeah, yeah, she yeah. will just cut loose.
1: Yeah. Um, But someone I haven't mentioned all year, even though I love defenders, is Redan. Yeah. She is – I think because sometimes I think she's Chelsea Randall. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm like, ah, Chelsea Randall's everywhere. Oh, no, wait. It's a different player. But she (laughs) um, did a great job. I think she was possibly on Frederick Traub Mm. for quite a bit of the time. And when she was on her, you know, made it very difficult
0: Yeah, and I think the last time they played Brisbane, she got like a – a corky in the calf or something mm. and she she went off and, and she probably wasn't as quite as influential yeah. in defence so you know just a few things went in Adelaide's favour on on the big stage yeah and that's can be grand final sometimes yeah.
1: you know just a few matchups work a bit better um you know a goal here go dribbles through um yeah, we've seen that with lots of men's grand finals over recent years. Mm. I'm picturing that little toe poke from Matthew Scarlett in oh, the middle of the ground, oh, yeah, you know, to, just like this. Yeah, these, to Gaz, yeah. Yeah, the ball turns one way or it could have turned the other way and, yeah. yeah, not to kind of diminish Adelaide's work. I think, you know, they did deserve to win that game. But, yes, sometimes it's a, a few, you know, a, a matchup where a, at a couple of contests the defender punches it away beautifully and then that turns the whole momentum of that uh, that pairing, you know. So, yeah. yeah. But – um, and that, look, Adl- uh, Brisbane's players never – you know, uh, some players that have probably been influential throughout the season just didn't – you know, they were kept quieter. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Bates got a lot of the ball. She had 19 disposals and six tackles and Caitlin Ashmore had 15 disposals. But some of the others, like Zilke was a bit um, – held a bit quieter and she looked a bit frustrated at times. Um, McCarthy – wasn't you know they didn't whatever work they put into her we nev- we didn't see her getting any space to do what she um usually does so you know those players that had been contributing to all those winning matches were you know held out of the game
0: yeah but absolutely for mine though was was the Randall Harris mm. battle and just that um, you know in game two she was she was probably even more effective mm. in in curbing her influence
1: yeah. And you know, at one point, doesn't Taylor Harris take a mark mm. the, And she
0: was on Foley at that point, so yeah. there'd, there'd been a a switch, a switch.
1: Um, and she doesn't get that goal, mm. Mm. and you just think, well, the momentum could have turned in that moment, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, you just think, if you were these players, you'd be you'd just replay all these oh. moments in your head um, for ever and ever. But. Um, you know, we saw Heather Anderson, unfortunately, maybe pop her shoulder out again, and there was quite a bit of commentary around how she's had ongoing shoulder injuries, and this has affected her potential work uh, career in the army and stuff. And you know, these are the stories that you don't, yeah, you don't hear this coming out of AFLM, no, no. m um, know, <laughs> and you know, so there is kind of this. There are so many more layers to this league because of mm. what the girls do outside of work. And I think it's kind of – I'm going to go off on a tangent, but, you know, it's unfortunate what's happened to Heather Anderson. But it's been one of the really beautiful and intriguing and engaging parts of the game is that all these girls are rich people and they have other lives and mm. careers and interests and they are well-rounded. Yes. Um,
0: with some life experience. <laughs> yeah, with some life
1: experience. And and even though they, they love football and you can see how much they love football, there is a real raw passion about it. But you feel like that raw passion is because they exist in the rest of the world where, yeah. you know, you do have mundane jobs and <laughs> 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 although all these cops and people in the army perhaps aren't as mundane as the rest of us. But mm-hmm. – um, yeah, so there is this real amazing flavour to it that has been part of the intrigue and part of, I think, why people um, people have really taken to it and p- taken to players and taken to individual players and, you know, for little girls when they look at these girls on the field and go, well, one day I could do that. Oh, and I could have another job, Yeah, you know, that contributes to society. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting. I mean, I know I was talking to one of the players last night and she um, she does – Where were you? Clang. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and she she's a social worker and – Oh, they're it, great, those social workers. <laughs> but it puts um, – you know, it just puts footy in perspective yeah. Um, and I think that's probably why they're so appreciative of the experience mm. – but they also know that it's just a game of football Mm. whereas I remember when I when I used to work at at Carlton um (laughs) myself and um a few colleagues we used to joke that we don't work for a football club we actually work for ASIO (laughs) because everything was so you know top secret so if someone breaks their leg we tell the media that they've had a kick to the calf you know yeah, right. <laughs> because it's all top secret and you mm. can couldn't possibly let the opposition know that someone might be injured yeah and just the ridiculous nature of yeah, right. <laughs> of the game and just it gets it gets so ridiculously serious mm. but it's just a
1: game of footy no and i think that that's yeah yeah that that's what i've liked about it is this unbridled joy that we see is because there is this perspective about it yeah like this is a fun pleasurable pursuit um it's not life or death yeah um
0: so let's treat it that way yeah anyway and i do also like how I have seen it actually a bit on social media, but people are now referring to it as AFLM. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe our friends at the Outer Sanctum have uh, started this, um, but I like it. Well, I'm run with it. <laughs> it's happening all year. But getting back to the game um, to talk about Brisbane a bit, there were some yeah they just never quite never mm. quite got onto it, but there were some you know great individual efforts. Um, that Lutkins tackle. Yeah, sedentary. I always want to say sedentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, sedentary Sed? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what the commentator say. Okay, sedinary. Um Yeah, and if you actually look at that clip, you know Saginari out. I think Phillips has popped it up over to her, and she's running into the fifty, and she evades one Brisbane um, tackler who's come, perhaps come in off the bench. And Lutkins, like, you see her in the first shot. She's far away, mm. but she just gets her. And then she does this beautiful textbook technique tackle where she doesn't get her in the back. Um, and that was, you know, and she's had a good season, Lutkins. Um, there, you know, Wushner, Yeah, she played a great game. She did play a great mm. game. She got a couple of goals. Um, and, yeah, Frederick Traub, you know, was battling all day and gets that goal in the third quarter and celebrates to the – you know, does a great celebration. I, lo- I love,
0: I love, a Sab cel- <laughs> celebration. She is the best. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, you know, they just, as I mentioned before, you know, they have been quite even in terms of their contributors all year, and they just weren't quite, and that, that was the ball game, I think. You know, just not getting those extra special things out of some players that would otherwise contribute and clinch games and kick goals. I just, um, I'm just looking over my notes and I realise that I, I skipped to the second quarter but it's remiss of me not to mention that in the first 20 seconds, yeah <laughs> a beautiful goal is kicked from a quick clearance that goes to Kelly Gibson and then she snaps from maybe what, 30 or 40 out? Yeah. And I think you had remarked in a c- couple of podcasts ago about how, you know, we haven't seen the lethality of Kelly Gibson yet and yep. that. Really, just captured In that it, and she was, yeah, mm. and she was very fiery all day. Mm. Of course, yeah, she really was. <laughs> and you
0: just think, you know, she's got, she's
1: not old, is she?
0: No, um, I don't think so. I think she'd be like mid twenties at the very latest. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I could look this up, but you mm. know, let's just keep everyone
1: guessing. Um, <laughs> you know, she yeah, she's got next year. Yeah, you just watch out. Um, and, yeah, we talked about, the, you know, she did have that ankle injury early on the season that might have held her back a bit. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty amazing. But, look, Erin Phillips wins the – was it just Best on Ground? Is that what it's called? Not Norma yes or something?
0: But I do – I have to say, now, Debbie Lee presented the, the medals mm. and she tweeted a photo of, of the medals before she presented them. Mm. And The Best on Ground medal yeah. is a – player you know with their you know pumping a fist oh yeah it is katie brennan <laughs> what <laughs> they've used a photo of katie brennan and put it in a medal
1: <laughs> and she's got the western how bulldog's jersey well on how well do you know katie brennan's bicep that you have <laughs> re- You know okay she's so got the western bulldog's jersey yeah i don't think i know all the picture you're talking about yeah that's it's
0: like pe- the strong arm emoji. It's, she's, you know, yeah, it was yeah, from yeah. The, an exhibition game. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of years no, ago. I know
1: the one. She's got a yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it, she's on the medal. I'm, I'm going to share from this a for mm. up. I'm going to share <laughs> Debbie Lee's photo, and you can see that it is. I am now calling it the Katie Brennan medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh,
1: well, Katie is a big game player, Jeez. so you know,
0: <laughs> well deserved.
1: Um, that's pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a kind of the. We're, we're going to talk about Erin Phillips a lot, but, um, you know, the she was a very deserving best on ground and then not just the images of her with her twins, who I believe are a boy and a girl. Yes. Except when you read articles about her, they're either described as two girls or two boys. boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. <laughs> a and a girl. Um, you know, the... The pictures of her with the, those little kids, um, you know, in the Premiership Cup and all that are, are just beautiful. But there's a lovely clip that um, I think Ava Women's their Twitter, um, shared of her, you know, going to her dad and him crying and kissing her wife and, and then Perko trying to steal one of the babies. And it's just... Oh, um, it's just been a remarkable story and how all this stuff has been really normalised and... Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was great, and that you know that man just weeping as he holds his little grandkid and his <laughs> daughter—that's finally went I gr- Oh, its just just all this stuff. Like, yeah, I, at the beginning of the season, if you had said that some of these things we were gonna see, I'd be like, mm. nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, and then and then what happened a few days later?
0: Well, <laughs> Tuesday night was the very first um, A for Women 's W awards or the awards w- as we like to call them, and it was at um, Peninsula at Docklands, and it, it was a thoroughly enjoyable evening. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As Alison's furiously working kidneys and liver <laughs> will attest to. <laughs> um, well, I was at football training, but I did rush home to watch it, um, watch the live stream of it. And I managed to catch um, the count, which is the best bit. Yeah. Um, luckily, I caught the count because it lasted for about 14 minutes. That <laughs> was good. Yeah. Um, I made sure I didn't go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I held on. So, um, I missed it. <laughs> but, yeah, again, it was it was almost charming that watching it because there were times where some of the people, I was like, you're mic'd up. <laughs> there was a lot coming through on the stream that people I don't think intended
0: to be heard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. There was a camera right behind me all night. <laughs> no, not you, but like a several times.
1: Um, and maybe even when Aaron Phillips is announced, I reckon you can hear Gil say something like, thank God we picked that up or something like that. I would like someone to slow that down and see if you can hear what he says. Yeah, anyway, but tell tell us a bit about the war wars, Al. Well, you got to go.
0: Yeah, I was so honoured to actually – to be invited actually. It was – um, yeah, it was a really incredible night. It was a great kind of celebration and, and nice way to finish the season I think and all the players – I mean they all just get along so well yeah. like players from other clubs and, and they're just having the time of their lives. <laughs> like it's just – they're just having a ball and yeah. it was – yeah, it was it was a really nice feel about it. It was quite funny at the beginning – there was a coral carpet oh yes <laughs> and the media were, were lined up along the carpet and uh, all all of the players were kind of milling outside the building but no one really wanted to be the first <laughs> to to walk the carpet <laughs> uh, <yeah>. uh, <laughs>
1: so did you did you just take one for the team and strut down well <laughs> no i
0: think i was behind um i was behind sabrina and <laughs> I was with a group of a group of people, and um, once Sabrina had finished their photos, we all kind of, as a group, just scurried past the cameras <laughs> <laughs> and into the building. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, the coral carpet. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> There's no
0: rotisserie though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. And I understand it links it all together. It's a marketing, you know, person's dream. Um, <laughs> but look, it was so refreshing. Like the brown low red carpet is always just disinterested fellas next to their done-up-to-the-nines wags being asked, who are you wearing? And, mm. um, yeah, it's really – I just find it hideous in lots of ways. Yeah, same. And whereas this was, you know, there were all different sorts of people going. Like lots of um, girls took their parents or their grandparents or their siblings, um, their um, same-sex partners, their – partners that are in other teams and their boyfriends and it was just all kind of oh well this is just how it is like it was so i know i'm talking about it now like it's special but at the time it just looked like oh well this is just life and even the way that it's reported like you know you um you know all the websites that put up the galleries of the red carpet will say you know such and such with her partner and it's a you know female person and, and it's just there and mm. and there's just so many of them and <laughs> and I, like, I shouldn't be shocked <laughs> <laughs> but there is a part of me that is I think, because you know this was an element of the game that I was so um, uh, anticipating with with such kind of anxiety how this was going to come come about and I couldn't kind of be more pleased to be honest, that it's just been, oh, well, this is the status quo and this is how it is and just deal with it. Yeah. Um, And I think the AFL have been modelling that in how they've marketed it and how they did these, you know, how they've put it all together. Um, And I think that's really important. You have to model what your expectations are and then everyone follows it along. Mm. Um, And we've seen that. We've seen that with Erin Phillips, how she openly just refers to her wife and her kids and so on. And there are lots of things about their life that are kind of really mundane in a lot of ways. And she talks about it in that way and then everyone just follows along. And you really only get the extremities of the media media that then make a big deal of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so I thought since um I really just want to pick your brain, Okay. You know, cuz I wish that I was there. Um <laughs> I did
0: feel my phone buzzing at times <laughs> <laughs> when I got when I got back and I was like, what the hell is she wearing? Um <laughs> <laughs> what what I do what I did love. I got, everyone looked amazing and yep. um but I loved the little kind of you look at some of the photos, there's a there's a there's a bruise here, there's a <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a scabby knee there, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like they, they're they all dressed up, but they're still boys. <laughs> yeah, they're still
1: You can't hide that. No, no amount of fake tan. No. We'll, we'll get rid of a scabby name, Yeah. Um. All right. So, so you mentioned before that the evening took place at Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And then was there an after party?
0: There was an after party.
1: Yeah. And did you attend that?
0: I did attend the after party. Um, okay. Because it, it, it was technically dessert and dancing at, at the, after, the party. after party. Right. Okay. Mm.
1: So, it really was a party party. It was a party. Wow pretty cool. All right, all right. So let's just start with a easy, easy question um, from the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: what did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. That's very. Good. I should have brought the menu card home uh. with me. Um, it, the entree was a. This is so boring. <laughs> okay. <don't worry. laughs> um, all right. So the, the, the main course was slow cooked. Lamb, It was very nice. All right. Um,
1: So we're just going to,
0: you know, set the
1: scene of the room and all the tables with the players and all their loved ones around and so on. And I think I was really worried that, you know, you have all these girls who are the fittest that they've ever been. They've got the lowest percent body fat ever. (laughs) And then you put them in a fancy place with free booze (sighs) and, like, you're going to just have one pot screamers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so on
1: that point, who had the best dance
0: moves at the uh, after party? Oh, well, there's no contest, really, Vesio. <laughs> <deep SEO. laughs> yeah, she can. She's she's uh, got uh, she's got the moves. <laughs> yeah. Um. What time did you get home? Um. <laughs> I got home at approximately quarter past four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be why this
1: podcast does not <laughs> get edited anytime soon <laughs> until Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the serious stuff. Yes. So, the All Australian team. Mm hmm. Who do you think was stiff to miss
0: out? I would have to say, and look, everyone's an expert, but I'd have to say Leah Kasler. Mm. She's, she's probably the best lockdown. Defender
1: Yeah
0: I think mm. um, Yeah So I reckon She's really stiff To miss out But then yeah. it's like Who do you Not, who do you not include go.
1: Who do you think Is in the weirdest
0: Position The weirdest Position um, Jess Delpos On the bench No <laughs> No, um,
1: no I already said Last week That I didn't want yes, That to happen
0: I think And this is a This is a This is a Real technicality Because she is A midfielder But Elise O'Day On a wing
1: yeah. That happened to <laughs> Daisy Pierce last year, I think. Was it Daisy? I think in it the was. BFL in the VFL team of the yeah. year on the wing. <laughs> Never played the <laughs> wing Never ever. played on the wing. <laughs> but, yeah. But there weren't many specialist wings, I guess. no. Nah,
0: but, but I think, like, um, Karen Paxman, half back, flank, and Ellie Blackburn, half forward. I think, you know, they, they probably played most of their footy through the middle, but they both had an impact in those positions as well. Yeah, yeah. So when you're having to fit so many midfielders in, mm. I think that's fair enough. But I, but I do really love that they picked on position.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I mentioned that last week and, and even the bench kind of, you know, there's a couple of dedicated um, defenders there in Hickey and Virgo. I'm glad Virgo got in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, forward and a few mids. Kate McCarthy, what are we saying? She is mid slash small
0: forward. Yeah,
1: I'd say, yeah, I'd say forward. Mm. Yeah, sometimes um, Yeah, mid. so
0: there's a nice mix of the interchange.
1: What, um, who is in a photo on your phone that you
0: can't remember being taken? <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my phone, <laughs> but it got sent to me. Mm. And I have a very nice selfie with Josh Vanderloo. Yeah. It was playing. very, fu- very, fu- <laughs> it was a very fun night. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yes. I'm going to say. It's going to yeah. be my repeat answer.
1: Yeah. Um, which uh, AFLW coach gave you the most lip that we don't <laughs> talk about their team enough on this podcast?
0: Uh, yes. Well, on her way out the door at the end of the after party, I said hello to Bec Goddard and congratulations. Mm. And she gave me a hug and she said, maybe you'll finally talk about the crows on your podcast. <laughs> Talked about Adelaide. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Julia gets high pitched and very defensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring um, me some water back. But I, right. think <laughs> 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 well, I think, but uh, I think. I mean, we are quite Melbourne, Melbourne centric. But I, I've said this before. There's part of me that loved that it was an inter- interstate grand final. Mm, yeah. and it was two interstate teams, and unlike the men's competition, this is a fully national comp from its inception.
1: Yeah, yeah, and hopefully it's going to do. A lot for the development of women's footy in those states. Mm. Um, so, getting back to the actual prizes. Yes. Prizes? Awards. awards. <laughs> the auction items. <laughs> war, um awards? War the awards. So, Rising Star. Yeah. I think
0: last week I tipped Sabrina, but yeah. there were a few ebony's getting tipped and yeah. she... I tipped Lily Mithin. Yeah. And also Brisbane, so (laughs) two for two. Yeah. Um.
1: But look, Ebony won on forty. Are we saying they're forty forty seven votes points? (laughs) What do we call those votes? Votes on forty seven votes, and Sabrina was next on forty one, and then Lily Mithun was much further behind on twenty six. So I'm 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 all right with my tipping Sabrina. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um. But I'm sure. Well, as we've seen from quite a few interviews and pictures and selfies of Ebony Marinoff, she's pretty happy,
0: <laughs>
1: and yeah, and well deserved. She had a very consistent season. She tackled the guts out of everyone she went near. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah, she had she had a great season, and so early on in her career, good things to come. Yes, I Yep. Um, but with the the actual count itself, so Erin Phillips won on fourteen votes. Uh, runners-up were Ellie Blackburn and Paxi, Karen Paxman, on 10. What surprised you about kind of the votes and, um, you know, people that you felt like should
0: have polled more or you're surprised that they polled so well? Or? um, Well, probably Phila Kamo actually. Being yeah. She was in touch. Mm. Like she was just three votes shy of Erin Phillips going into the last round. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. But I think the way the voting went... I, what I found most interesting was that players still polled even if their team didn't win, which is yeah, quite yeah. different to the Brownlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you you, would normally just get one vote if you're lucky.
1: Mm. Why do you think that was? Do you have a burning theory like I usually do?
0: No, but I have a feeling you've got a burning theory. <laughs>
1: no, I don't really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think a lot of the games were close um, and that might be why, but I'm not sure. But, and, that, yeah, they were – you know, that first – I'm thinking one example, that first game, Brisbane-Melbourne and Eliso Day was the 3.3 vote getter.
0: Yeah, um, in a losing team. In yeah. a losing team,
1: which um, is very deserving. We love you, Junior. Um, but, yeah, it just – it does – those types of things stand out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I – look, we spoke about, you know, the Melbourne vote split. That yes. And it, and it occurred, um, you know. Paxi was on 10 and Daisy and Junior got seven each. So, 24 between them. So, when you look at that top 10, you know, there are three Melbourne girls with 24 votes. Erin Phillips wins on 14 and she's the only Adelaide player in the top 10. Yeah. Um, you know, Caitlin Ashmore was on eight and she was the only Brisbane player in the top 10 as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, looking at that top 10, it's kind of, you know, the curse of strong midfields is that they share votes around yeah yeah and so uh, you know when it was coming to late in the night and, and daisy hadn't polled as many as you would expect it was like oh this is unusual <laughs> it is <laughs> but then you look at it and go well just had to share you know there's there's 24 midfield
0: votes for, m- for melbourne yeah
1: um just between those three yeah
0: so yeah and, and i think also just the existence of stats now Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like I mean, we've always known that, that Junior and, and Paxi are amazing footballers, but mm. they get a lot of the footy and that's never really been proven at FIFA level mm. because there's no stats. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you're at this level of competition, proof's in the pudding, yeah. as they say.
1: Yeah, that's right. And then you, you do wonder whether then the umpires subconsciously know about them and they mm. notice them a lot more than, um, you know, I think – Paxi might have like scored dismally last year in the BFL count, but had a yeah. really outstanding, year. outstanding
0: year. I think she got four votes for the yeah. year. Joke. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But the, the other big surprise for me was um was Bree Davy.
1: Oh yes, yes. Sorry, that was yes. <laughs>
0: not yeah. I mean, I cannot actually cannot explain that. No, neither can I. For her, like for her to not be in the top ten, it's just. No, bonkers as you would say. <laughs> yeah, it's the defender's curse. Um, even though she's played a lot in the
1: midfield and she got huge amounts of disposals, I don't know. You got to wear a high vis vest <laughs> next year, Brie, because <laughs> you had an outstanding season and that's not particularly reflective. Yeah, yeah. And it is, you know. I know it's subjective, but it does seem strange. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
0: mm. but anyway, you know, top ten, all deserving. Oh yeah, at yeah. their place. Well, yeah. th- and that's the thing. Then you start splitting hairs. It's like, okay, well, if
1: Bree got more votes, who are we taking them away from? Um, yeah,
0: none of our friends. No, <laughs> <we definitely. laughs> and you know when you when you look at influences, you know, influence on games. You know, Darcy, mm. yeah, she influences games.
1: Yeah, and I I saw that a few with a few votes. Like I s- there was one game where like Isabella Eyre got a few votes, and mm. you know, in a game where she kicked a couple of goals, and you're like, well, she probably didn't get a huge amount of stats, but yeah, it's the influence. Yeah. Um, on the game and yeah i do like that because it does mean that the medal is more than just a midfielder's award like if you are you you own your forward line then you you will get rewarded um probably means that defenders still will never get recognized <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it it moves beyond just the the mids
0: but um i think it's absolutely fantastic that a freeo player was in the top 10
1: oh yeah 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 I just would not have at the beginning of the night. I would have definitely said it you was would have been Kara. Ka- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she did. But she, no, she did. she had a great season. She did have a good season. Yeah, just just going back a minute to what we we're talking about um, at the beginning of our chat about the awards regarding the Coral Carpet and all the couples going out. Much has been made of this over the last 24 hours. I'm sitting here with the Herald Sun. And <laughs> on page
0: three, and you regularly buy the Herald Sun? No, I do not.
1: <laughs> no, I do not. I have had to have a Silkwood shower after I bought it. Um, but I so page two is the coal specials. Oh yes. <laughs> oh,
0: half price bunnies. <laughs> half price bunnies. yeah.
1: This amazing investigative journalism. <laughs> but then you know, page three is a picture of. Um, Aaron Phillips and her wife. It says Adelaide Crows co-captain Aaron Phillips and wife Tracy Gahan. We'll say Gahan. Wife is not an in inverted commas. Um, and it's you know it's an it's an article about them, and then later on in the paper there's there's more about the rest of the night, and I I cannot put into words what this this type of imagery means to me personally and means for lots of queer people around Australia. I, um, you know, at the beginning of this uh, season after round one, I think I said something about, you know, I've been waiting my whole life to see pictures of powerful women. Mm. Um, And more specifically for me, I've been waiting my whole life. Well, I've been scrounging around my whole life for reflections of me and my life as everyone does yeah um and you know i um i just i'm actually my mind is really blown because these types of pictures you would just have never seen or you know like i (laughs) this is a ridiculous story but when i was maybe like I'm trying to think, I must have been like 14 and um, Ellen was coming out <laughs> yeah. and she had that episode of her TV show and maybe Channel 7, one of the networks had it but they buried it at like 10 o'clock at night and I like hid in one of my rooms in my parents' house so I could watch it and record it because I was just so desperate to see some kind of reflection of me and my life somewhere mm. and um, and that – you know, any kind of skerrick of article in any paper or magazine I would cut out and there would always be – not always, but they would often be terribly depressing, <laughs> you yeah. know, terribly depressing reflections of queer people or, you know, men dying from AIDS, um, women, you know, rights of gay people being stripped away or just never being one um, – Uh, lesbians constantly dying on tv shows or just being miserable or being um sexual predators and um you know you just didn't have you just had tiny little glimpses of positive images and um and just to see these types of things of it all just being normalized and and positive, you know, she's this outstanding athlete. She's the news of the day. Sorry, Queensland Cyclone, yeah. um, <laughs> that she's, you know, the most talented multi-sport athlete in the country. Um, she's got a wife, she's got kids, she's got a dad who cries over the kid. Like, you know, and it's all just incredibly normal and I just can't believe that I've lived to see it Yeah. at this time and um, I can't imagine that 14-year-old me and what this would have done. So, yeah. Thank and it's not just her. Like there, were, there have been lots of girls in this league who've just, um, you know, they haven't made huge pronouncements, but they've just lived their lives openly and they've had their open social media accounts and they've just gone about their things being happy, healthy, talented athletes and um, it's been incredible.
0: So l- let's pretend you're 14 years old now. Oh, what does this mean for you? Oh, you have a future.
1: Mm. Yeah, you have a future that's not a miserable one. Yeah.
0: So AFLW one is uh, is done and dusted. What? And I want to preface this by saying it's been amazing.
1: Mm. Oh yeah,
0: mind Thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. But what would you tweak for AFLW two? Two
1: Mark two. Um, well, one of the things. There's, there's lots of things that have come up that um you know about the lists you know they need bigger lists because of the injuries um one and there's lots of other stuff that's that's come up that i'm sure will probably happen um one of the things i've mentioned before is about the time on stuff. so that mm. and they had it in the grand final where they you know stopped the clock when the ball went out of the boundary and when a when a behind was called i'd like more balls in those esky bags, you yes. know, <laughs> because they're only. I, you know, I appreciate that. You know, let's keep the fifteen minute quarters because it is summer. Um, but yeah, when it's fifteen minutes and we can waste the clock with that, I, I really dislike that. But um, the other thing, I think I've come up with a solution for the um short season. So you know, there's been a lot of stuff around. Well, we we really need a final series and. Maybe we'd like it to go for a bit longer, and but where does where do these weeks come from? Because mm. you know the girls already, you know they played their winter season with their clubs, and then they got you know a few weeks off, and then. Rah, rah, rah. But I've figured it out. Oh, what yeah. have you figured out? So AFL-M goes for eighteen rounds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I just—it's such a simple solution. Yeah. I cannot believe that no one has come up with it. So. You know, there's no reason why theirs needs to go for 22, 23 rounds. You, you, have, to, you have to agree with me that by, like, round 12, you're over it. Yeah, <laughs> You're over it. And then you slightly get interested, like, round 19 when, you know, all the final eight is coming yeah. together and those games have more consequence. All right. So, let's just trim the fat, take four rounds out. We get a month back. Yeah, and then there won't be any messing around with. Well, we've got to share the grounds and here and that that that, and there'll be plenty of time for everyone. What do
0: you reckon? Not much traction there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably have to take it up with the broadcasters <laughs> they have just paid squillions for the broadcast rights. But um, oh. yeah. Well, look, I don't know.
1: I'd I'd like to see some of the numbers for those uh, badly fixtured Friday and Saturday night games Mm. last year and uh, all those weird twilight Twilight, afternoon games. Like, I don't know if they're getting bang for their buck there. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. So, let's trim the fat and maybe they will get just, um, you know, bigger reward for better games, better fixturing. And then we have, you know, these girls can keep playing into April. Maybe, you know, it'll help... When who are we saying comes in in two years, maybe Geelong and St Kilda. Who yeah, yeah. maybe Richmond. Maybe oh yep. yeah, Richmond. Lots of uh, quite. I'm sure <laughs> the other clubs are like what <laughs> we're <laughs> going to be in two. But you know we need more rounds. Um. So yep. Mm. Solution.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. That's more than just tinkering. <laughs> yeah. That's just that's. <laughs> That's scrapping and starting again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Which <laughs>
1: I think AFLW has proven is the way to go. It's the way to go.
0: When you've got a blank slate, it works. Yeah. Um, okay, my turn. Mm. 50 meter penalties. Oh, yeah. No. Too much. Yeah, yeah. No, stupid. It needs to be either 25 or 30. Yeah. Or because. Because <laughs> that's how far the kicks are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it should be. It's like a kick downfield, but. It, in it was like two kicks. It's two kicks, yeah. yeah, Yes, no, good. Mm. I like that. Mm. And I found it quite shocking because you watch so much women's local footy and it's always 25 metres. And then in round one, I was like, oh, oh that's a really long <laughs> way. That's a, really that's a shot way. on goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to – this is not answering the question, but I'm looking forward to some of the kind of – um, silly freeze we saw given away this year kind of stop because girls are going to get more used to it. Like we saw so many fifties first stepping over the mark, you know lots. Like I reckon at least one a game at a minimum. Yeah, you know, and they're so punishing and that was just silly. Mm. And but I do think it's just because we're coming from local leagues where these things don't get picked up and you get in bad habits. Mm. Um. Yeah, so that's that'll be good going forward, but that's not really tinkering. That's girls tinkering, um, <laughs> on their own. Uh, I don't know, whatever game sense, game sense. Yeah. Um, we, we, look, we've mentioned things all through the year that, that I still think should come in, like the having a, a thirty meter arc. Yep. and taking inside thirty stats. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about sixteen aside?
0: Oh, look, I haven't really noticed it. Yeah. You know so it's I like mean? either way, is it good or bad? Yeah, yeah. So you don't really know. I mean, I know that some commentators have spoken about ne- the need to bring in mm. a density rule to combat congestion because there still seems to be that happening mm. around the contest. But I don't reckon it, it's, I don't, I really don't think it's because of
1: the amount of people at the contest. I think it's because of the way women play. Yeah. <laughs> um not you know i i've mentioned before that i feel like there are not enough girls who know how to get out of clearing handball i don't think it's because you know there are eight people around the footy when there should be four or five i think it's because there's something about how girls have been playing footy that means we don't break out of packs enough mm. um we don't do clearing handballs we don't barge through you know you've all went you know um western bulldogs at the moment are doing that amazing thing where they do those ham those really fast handballs over their shoulders Mm. and like you don't see anything at all like that in in women's footy and when you watch a a bulldogs game they just move the ball so fast and out of contests and out of tackles and because they've they've trained that into their game style there's nothing to say that women can't start doing things like that um which means that Contests happen less. The ball moves more quickly. Yeah, I'm not convinced that density rule is going to fix it. Mm. I think it's something else.
0: Yep, yep. List sizes for me. I, I think we've spoken yeah, yep. about it again, and I think they will do it. Mm. But 27's too small. I mean, you get you get four or five injuries. Mm. You are having to bring in a top-up player who hasn't trained with you through the whole preseason. They're having to learn game mm. plans and mm-hmm. get up to fitness. I just, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. just think it's, yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm wondering how they came to that number. Maybe we could get Astro on; she mm. might have a bit of insight. Like, yes. was, it almost seemed like it was the tail wagging the dog? Like, was it about oh, well, we only think we've got about 200 girls, so we've got to make the list this amount mm. instead of the other way around? Of all, oh, we need
0: 32,
1: mm.
0: um, mm. which is so interesting because I remember when we spoke, we spoke to Darren Flanagan just after mm. the draft, and he was. He was absolutely adamant that there was another team's worth of talent mm. undrafted in Victoria alone.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, like we we know quite a few girls who mm. missed out and yeah. who would have slotted in
0: pretty well, I reckon. And it was a lot of those academy girls that came in as, as top-up players, mm. obviously. And, you know, Jordan Ivey kicks <laughs> a goal of their first kick. You know, yeah. it's like definitely there is talent there. Mm. Yeah. So I
1: think those kind of no-brainers I think they, they'll happen yeah uh, but um the the other tinkering I'd, I'd like to see I'd, I'd like to see um, you know the Olympic Park issue get resolved um, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it will <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know Collingwood might dig their heels in or they might they might build something I don't know if they yeah. can I don't know what their you know rights are to that ground but um, they need something there some kind of little grandstand. You know, mm. even on one pocket, a little grandstand with some seats and some sh- shade, some shade would, would, would make a big difference, yeah. I reckon. So, I, I, don't, I don't know what, what yeah. if they can do something like that.
0: I still think the other issue, more so, if they start charging an entry fee, mm, yeah, you can't. You can't there, yeah. There. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> oh,
1: well, that we haven't talked about that. Do you think it should remain free?
0: No. Hmm. It doesn't have to be an astronomical amount, mm. but it's – I think it's a – I think it's the right gesture. Mm. Yeah. It means, yes, you, you're a product that is, mm. you know, worth watching and yeah. worth paying money to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And look, and it's VFR women's – you know, you, you, you pay to get into the finals of that. Yep, That's on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, You know. And people do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Like the, the it's the expectation. I don't think people expect to get a football game for free. Yeah. And the longer that it goes for, the more people expect to get it for free. For free. And they're less likely they'll yeah. want to pay for it. Um, but, yeah, it does mean that a ground like Olympic Park either needs to build some kind of fence, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't seem likely, um, or it needs to change to somewhere else. But... You know, there's been a lot of talk about the pay scales for the girls and
0: so on. And when you're not – when you're giving away the entry charge, well – Yeah, there's – you're kind of uh, giving away. limiting your capacity for the league to mm. make money. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd like to see that. Mm. And I think the other thing we've spoken about is, you know, the fact that <laughs> there were double-headed games <sighs> that you had to pay money for just because the men were playing a stupid practice match. Mm, that I was going to leave before, before they even came. Exactly. Mm which i did i didn't i didn't stay for any of the, yeah. the men's games. yeah and that that was a terrible message being sent yeah that i was mean if you if you do look at that message in isolation mm. it is it's it is awful <laughs> mm.
1: yeah mm.
0: jail terrible <laughs> <laughs> um, trademark tegan Higgin, bottom. yes <laughs> just as a final uh little things so i don't know what uh our next episode is going to look like or <laughs> <laughs> sound like or sound like because we've got no more AFLW mm. to talk about. Mm. Um, and and this is a really hard question, but if you if you had to narrow down to one highlight, what is it?
1: Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, first thought is usually the most honest one. It was. Going to the first game, hearing the crowd, the thrum of the mm. crowd. I had a good sook when mm. that carton ran out. Um, and just watching the the audience delight in what Darcy could do. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: was mm. a highlight. This is such a cop-out, but that is my highlight too. <laughs> and, and I think... Yeah, I mean, everyone knows I'm back for Carlton and I've watched a lot of football at Prince's Park. I've watched a lot of Carlton games at Prince's Park. evidently a lot more than you, Julia. <laughs> Closet, <laughs> calling the sporter. But, um, you know, I've, I've been in that ground when it's been vibrating, mm. when Carlton's kicked to the Higley stand in to win a game of footy. And when the crowd got to its feet, the the mm. ball got out the back and Darcy ran into an open goal and the crowd were on their feet and the roof was lifting off. Mm. The ef- The effect that had on me was mm. incredible. Yeah. Because it was the same but so beautifully different.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And look, everything we've seen so far with um Darcy's fan club has been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so amazing. She's really kind of got a very particular – um group of people excited, and that's fantastic, you yep. know, um that's been lovely to watch and it yep. started that night, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, in the yeah, it was just a perfect start
1: mm. yeah, and look this watching the awards and who won it and all that was pretty pretty great way to finish as well, yeah,
0: yeah, but on that note, I think we'll uh with heavy hearts we'll, we'll wind up it, wind it up tonight. <laughs> Uh, but just before we go, just a reminder that Change Her Game is having a uh, fundraising event on Saturday, the 8th of April. Make sure you get your tickets because they are selling like hotcakes. Uh, we have a, a great guest panel on the evening Katie Brennan, Melissa Hickey, Angela Pippos, MC Meg McDonald. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a great night. So um, head to changehergame.com. There's a link on the homepage and get your tickets. And uh, we'll see you there. We'll see <laughs> you there. And we'll also see you next time
1: yeah. on this April up. Bye. Okay. Bye.